Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's not the type of hump show maybe that you have come to expect We've got a lot of emotion to pack into these four hours, and we are glad you're along with us. You can find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio, or on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Whether you want to give the guests for the number of M&Ms in the special Christmas mason jar, you can find that video on both of our social media sites. Whether you want to vote for TD of the Week, or maybe, don't forget, you can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. I know Jay will be looking for some that are unique with special holiday themes. So there's a lot that we want to do still in these next few hours, not to mention the various games from the NBA. We talked about Alex Ovechkin, his milestone, another huge contract in Major League Baseball, Kyler Murray and other QB news. But back to Mike Leach, who passed away late Monday, and the news broke on Tuesday. At 61 years old, we've lost a unique personality, someone uh, that made waves, made headlines, and racked up wins wherever he coached. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the, uh, you know, they have those nerds clusters, which is new. The gummy. Yeah, which is good. Jay loves the nerd clusters, and I am with him on his taste for gummy bears and specific brands of gummy bears. There was never a topic that Mike Leach couldn't talk about and wouldn't talk about right in the middle of a football press conference. We are pleased to welcome Stefan Kreisnick, who covers Mississippi State athletics and the football team for the Clarion Ledger, joining us now from Mississippi so we can reflect on Mike Leach and what he meant to college football. What's it like on campus right now after the loss of Coach Leach? Yeah, I'll speak for uh, here in Starkville because that's where I'm stationed. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of almost fitting the, you know, today or I should say on Tuesday, the weather was dark and, and gloomy. And really last week, I mean, it was not that bad of weather. I mean, it was, you know, in the 70s and, and kind of nice. And uh, it was really dark and gloomy today on campus and it kind of reflected, uh, 
you know, the feelings uh, of most people, you know, throughout the state of Mississippi, and as I'm sure you've seen on social media, really across the nation and the college football community. I mean, Mike Leach was someone who, who meant a lot um, to a lot of people all over, you know, the, the country with his various stops, you know, ranging from Texas to Washington State to, you know, most recently at Mississippi State. He's been all over the place. He's touched a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it, it was all just kind of just kind of shocking for a lot of people and almost fitting, you know, the, the weather and um, students were already, you know, uh, off campus with, with finals finishing up last week. So it was really quiet on campus. It was just a, an eerie feeling that was uh, that was fitting for, you know, the emotions that everyone was feeling in Starkville and still, and still is feeling. Mm, I can imagine. Have you had a chance to get out and walk around? Yeah, I was over there a few times uh, on Tuesday, you know, after the news broke and, you know, people were, were coming throughout the day and, and laying flowers. You know, there was people that, that were, you know, tearful when they, when they were putting flowers out the, outside the stadium. And Mississippi State did a really nice job of, of setting that up, putting tables, you know, kind of in a, in a, in a corner of the stadium where it's open a bit where you can see the field and you can kind of see directly, you know, the, the video board um, that hovers over the field. And, you know, that, uh, um, you know, a photo of Mike Leach up there, you know, in, in loving memory and, um, you know, right in front of that, there's a flagpole, and they put up uh, a pirate flag at half staff to, to you know, honor him. So it, it was a it was an emotional scene for sure, um, but definitely I think one that that gave some folks, you know, a little, maybe a little bit of closure just with with how sudden everything has been. Um, it, it seems like a lot of fans enjoyed the opportunity to kind of you know have that spot where they could meet and, and let their emotions out a bit and really pay tribute to, to someone that meant a lot to them. When was the last time that you saw him, Stefan? I would say probably after the Egg Bowl. We haven't really had um, too many media opportunities or anything like anything like that. But I will say, I'm originally from Indiana, so I was out of town uh, last week back home visiting my family. Um, but on Saturday night, this, this most recent Saturday night, there was a, a Christmas party with a lot of uh, local media members. You know, we, we usually get together around the holidays because you know a lot of a lot of us are out of town, so we like to meet. Um, you know, when we have the opportunity, and I wasn't there, but I, I had a lot of friends that were there. And, um, you know, some of the, the coaches that we cover are invited to that event if, if they so desire to come. And um, no one really expected Mike Leach to show up to that event um, because of the recruiting stuff that was going on with, with signing day coming up on December 21st. And, and he actually wound up showing up for a little bit. And um, from all accounts, the people that were there, he was in high spirits. From all accounts of, you know, recruits that were on campus that weekend, he was his normal self, you know, pitching them to come to Mississippi State and, and talking about, you know, whatever it is that he feels like or felt like talking about, <laughs> yes. and, uh, and which is so on brand for Mike Leach. And, you know, that's why it caught so many people off guard because just, you know, less than 12 hours before the news broke of, you know, him being uh, airlifted to the hospital in Jackson uh, with a medical emergency, he was really just being his normal self. Stefan Kreisnick covers Mississippi State Athletics for the Clarion Ledger, and he's with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Really appreciate his time after uh, these last couple of days and the loss of Mike Leach at just 61 years old. And he's such a unique person, not to mention a football coach. And there's so many different stories that I've heard come up. There's so many people who have such unique memories. So for you personally, Stefan, what's it been like to cover a team coached by Mike Leach? Yeah, and, and I got I got asked that question so many times throughout the, the years that I've covered him here in, in Starkville and it, it really is and, and you know, at the time it was exciting and now I look back and I even consider it a blessing. I mean he was a guy that, you know, people see the press conferences and and the viral moments, and he, he knew how to work because he knew how to answer questions in a way that he wasn't really answering questions. He knew how to go on, you know, these long rants where he 
probably lost our attention about you know two minutes into the the ten minute rant or something like that. He <laughs> he knew how to work us. He was he was very media savvy. He he was smart. He you know has a lot of green for Pepperdine. You know if if it wasn't you know if he wasn't going into football, I'm sure he would probably be a world class lawyer or something along those lines. I mean he he's a smart guy, and it was always really cool to just. I always loved when the press conference ended and, and he would walk off the podium and, you know, he would always stop and have some random conversation with us, you know, on his, on his way out. I mean, he went on a rant about whether turkey sandwiches were better than ham sandwiches one time because <laughs> it was what we had for the media spread that day that, that they gave us. Um, he, you know, we talked about, you know, his time at Texas Tech and he didn't really recruit Patrick Mahomes just because, you know, he, he got fired from Tech in 2009. So he didn't really recruit Patrick Mahomes, but he knew that, you know, Patrick Mahomes was this kind of standout baseball player, and, and he kind of heard from people that he knew that, that stayed at Texas Tech about how he was making his way up through the ranks and how Texas Tech was, you know, pumped to, to get him to potentially play football. And, you know, now we see what, what Patrick Mahomes' career has turned into. I mean, there's just so many – you could talk to him about anything and have a conversation for hours, and that's just what made it so fascinating and what made him so cool to cover. Is you knew that he was always going to give you the time if, if you wanted it and, and was always going to – you know, be willing to, to not just have a conversation with you, but, but ask you about yourself. I mean, there's times where I've had conversations with him and, you know, he's dove into my family background and talked about my family. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. How, how did you flip this on me? How, how did you do this? I mean, he was just so curious and so interesting. And it was really, really fun and really a blessing to cover him. I can imagine his football players are in shock. Um, and, and this is something almost unimaginable, uh, especially when you're in college and you think people are invincible and maybe you live forever. How did he relate to the kids that he coached? How did they perceive him? Yeah, I, I think he was really relatable. I think, you know, people uh, may, maybe saw that, that he was, you know, 61 years old and maybe wasn't able to, you know, relate to young players. But, but I think he really did. I mean, you see the outpouring of support. I mean, there so much of them are, so many of those players are in shock, but at the same time, you know, they're, they're tweeting, you know, how much love they have for, um, uh, it, it's really been, you know, an emotional time for those players. But, you know, I, I talked to a former Mississippi state coach and a former, um, A&M coach as well. And, and Jackie Sherrill, and, uh, he, he talked, he, he's close friends with Leach and, and they got, you know, they've, the, the co- there's a coaching fraternity and all those guys get along, sure. as you know, and, and those two guys were, were really tight. And he talked about how, you know, Leach, he held his players accountable and, and everyone, you know, has probably seen Leach, you know, whether it be go off on a player on, on the sidelines or, or fold the folding chairs away so his wide receivers can't sit anymore because they're not focusing on the game. And <laughs> he, he, he had a way of holding them accountable, but, but Jackie Sherrill said he did it in a way that, you know, was kind of like a parent. He truly, you know, cared about those players and, and wanted the best for them, whether it was, you know, pursuing a football career or not, you know, he set them up for success. And you look at his coaching tree and, and whether it be former players or coaches that, that he's had in the past that you know, guys like Josh Heupel and Sonny Dykes and, um, you know, Cliff Kingsbury and Lincoln Riley that have gone on to have success. He, he really, you know, he was able to, to relate to players and was interesting and, and found ways to, to be interested in, in whatever they were interested in. If, if there was something new, you know, I, I'm sure if, if he stuck around and, and was there to coach, you know, football in 15 years from now, I'm sure he'd be all in on having some conversation about crypto or, or NFTs or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. I mean, he's a guy that, um, you know, nothing nothing was um, too new for him. He he would be willing to learn about it. And he was he was able to relate to players as well. And, and I think that's what, you know, part of what uh, makes it so tough for them now. What about on the field? What made him successful as a coach? I think what made him successful is, is he trusted, you know, what, what he did. He trusted that the air raid was going to work because he studied it. 
and perfected it so much over the years. And, you know, there's been a lot of times where I'm sure most Mississippi State fans and, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be quick to admit that probably maybe some of us Mississippi State reporters, too, were, were thinking to ourselves, hey, why not run the damn ball a little bit more, Mike? It seems to work sometimes <laughs> instead of, you know, the, the 50, 60 passes a, a game. But I think he trusted that, that what they did in practice and what he's learned over the years and, and really implemented um, and, and what he does is, is going to work. And, and I think that's part of what made him so successful is be, because he trusted himself and his staff um, to make the right calls and he trusted, trusted his players to execute. In key moments, I mean, you think back to some of those big wins that he had at Texas Tech, top-ranked A&M and, and top-ranked Texas teams that were just monumental wins for Texas Tech. They come down to the final plays, and it's a lot of times, you know, him going to Michael Crabtree and trusting Michael Crabtree to make a play. So I, I think that he just he believed in his players and in himself and in his staff um, maybe more than others and, and really did a good did a good job of, of tuning out that outside noise to, to make himself someone that, that was successful in this industry. And it's a tough industry to be successful in. What is the plan for the bowl game for Mississippi State? The Mississippi State's uh, planning on playing. They, they've uh, announced that, and there's, uh, there's no doubt that the players want to play uh, for Mike Leach. And, um, you know, I've seen quotes out there from, from sources and things of that nature that said that Mississippi State players uh, want to play because that's what Leach would want them to do. They want to continue practicing the, how they normally would. Um, defensive coordinator Zach Garnett is kind of the, the interim coach for the time being, but the way that, you know, Mississippi State functions, you know, even when when Leach was still here and coaching, the, the assistants were very involved. So it should be a pretty smooth transition, at least for the short term, short term for Mississippi State. And, um, you know, some of the, the people in the athletic department have put out there already that they're, they're trying to find ways of, you know, how they're going to honor Leach um, in the ReliQuest Bowl, whether it be, you know, custom jerseys. I mean, people are already tweeting, you know, custom helmets with the, the pirate logo on them and, and whatnot. I'm sure um, there, there's going to be a lot of tributes uh, to Mike Leach in that game, but I think the, the most touching tribute and probably the most important one is that Mississippi State plans on playing uh, because mm. it's what he would want them to do. Knowing what you know of this team, how much of a challenge do you think it will be for these players? I think it will be a tough challenge. I, it's not easy, you know, whether it be emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. I, I will touch on this. You know, from the from the game planning standpoint, I, I think Mississippi State, you know, can succeed. I, I think it's just going to be tough. This is a team that that's gone through a lot emotionally this year. You know, in the in the spring, uh, former uh, Mississippi State inside receivers coach Dave Nicolet actually just left to to go to USC with Lincoln Riley when when Lincoln took that job, um, and and ended up passing away not not too long after he left. And then you know during the season right before. Uh, Mississippi State played Alabama. They had a, a freshman walk-on in Sam Westmoreland, you know, take his own life. So the, this is a Mississippi State, you know, roster that, that for a bunch of young men have gone through a lot, you know, emotionally this year. And, and this is just an, another layer to it and a huge layer to it, losing mm. that coach. So I'm interested to see, you know, how the, the emotions, um, you know, weigh on this team. And, and I think there's there's no doubt that if the players have said they don't want to play or if the players come out and play poorly, um, with, with the emotions of, of the past couple of days and, and what will be a, a tough couple of weeks for them, I, I don't think anyone will blame them. You know, Leach has so much trust in, in his staff, and they're so involved um, from in, from receivers coaches to running backs coaches to whatever it may be, quality control coaches. Um, you know, some of his best coaching tree products have been, you know, offensive analysts or offensive, you know, quality control guys. I, I think he has a lot of trust um, in the guys that he hired here, and uh, and I think Mississippi State – you know, should be in a good place to, to compete with Illinois in that game. 
Devon Krajnik is with us from the Clarion Ledger, covers Mississippi State Athletics, and Mike Leach, who passed away Monday night, Tuesday morning, uh, after what was a very short stint in the hospital, but a lot of tributes, a lot of support uh, over the past 48 hours for this well-known coach, two-time coach of the year, but really more the personality and uh, the unique way that he viewed life. And so we appreciate you uh, sharing some of your insights. I know a lot of times when I think about my job in, in sports radio and talking about events and, and headlines that, that are big in the sports world, uh, they tend to pale and and become so unimportant when we're talking about a life or death situation like this or like Grant Wall passing away in Qatar, who is a, uh, you know, a well-known reporter who had covered soccer for years. For you personally, what have these last couple days been like? It's been tough and and it's been emotional, Um, you know, just like uh, I'm sure a lot of people who knew Mike Leach would would probably say the same thing. But, you know, at the same time, it's been uh, it's been really cool to to see the outpouring of support um, for Leach and and the people that that knew him well. You know, we when you cover someone from day to day and and you see him, you know, every week at a press conference or you talk to him after every game and and things like that. I I don't want to say it ever became routine, but I I think, you know, the past couple of days are really really been, you know, kind of a reminder of, you know, Mike Leach was a really special person to cover and uh, a really special person, you know, on a national level. And, and you see just with this outpouring of support, how many people really, you know, were, were intrigued with what he was going to say in a press conference, what, what he was going to call in a game. He, he's really a, a special figure and, and he's a tough guy to lose just because, you know, as a college football fan, uh, we've all lost someone that, that made the sport, um, you know, a, a really, really Tough sport, but also a really, really cool sport to to celebrate and watch, you know, from week in to week out. And and you just it, it sucks because you know moving forward, whether you be a, a fan of a team in in the the Pacific Northwest or a fan of a team in, in Florida, you know that the sport um got a little more dull and the sport you love got a little more dull. Twenty plus seasons, uh, Mike Leach provided something to to sport that means a lot to a lot of people. I saw a quote from SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey in which he said, every conversation with Mike made you think. Did you often come away from your encounters with Coach Leach feeling like you had a lot to think about? Yeah, yeah, it is. It made me think that I, I got better pick up a book and start reading because this coach is going to beat me in any <laughs> argument we could possibly have. But it also sometimes made me think of what exactly was he talking about there? <laughs> so, no, he he was, like I said earlier, I mean, he was so smart. Mm. And, uh, and and going back to my conversation with Jackie Sherrill, Jackie said that if you ever got into an argument with Leach, you were going to lose because <laughs> he was going to say something that you didn't know or you – like I mean, he could lie to you, and you'd probably believe him just because he's so smart, and he could just probably pull out any facts that that you never knew. I mean, he was just—he really was smart, and and he always gave you. If you asked him something, or if you brought up something, you know, he would walk away thinking about it too, and he'd be curious, and and maybe he would follow you up with you down the road and be like, hey, you know, I'm still thinking about that—the thing we were talking about. So he he really was. He really, uh, Greg Sankey put it in a great way, and I think uh, Greg also said either in the tweet or in the statement of. Um, you know, one statement is, is not enough to describe, you know, mm. who Mike Leach was. And that's also an, another really good way of putting it. He was nicknamed the pirate because he loved pirates. And I didn't know this, uh, but read about it, that he had a life-size statue of a singing pirate in his office when he was at Washington State. So as you say, many unique wrinkles to Coach Leach. Before I let you go, Stefan, is there one maybe press conference or one conversation, uh, one story that you'll remember that is stuck with you more than any other? 
Yeah, I'll remember this. And uh, I got the opportunity last year to, to be part of one of those iconic late night leech phone calls. I was interviewing him for a story about Pepperdine or his time at Pepperdine Law School. And, um, you know, I, I texted him. I was like, hey, you know, what time can we do this interview? He's like, I'll call you around nine. And typical leech fashion, he ended up calling me around like 1030. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, all right, let's let's do this interview real quick so we can get to bed. And the conversation I'm going until about 2 a.m. or something like oh that. Oh, my so, gosh. It was just it was just such typical leech fashion of and, and he was so interested in, in me and, and my family and obviously, you know, I was interested in him and you know, I told him that my family's from Europe and, and he you know, he talked about all the places that he's traveled to and all the things he's done and, and that's the thing that'll just always stick with me is you know, I was a reporter fresh out of college, you know, covering a beat for the first time and I'm covering this coach that's, you know, been coaching for more than two decades and is, you know, maybe one of the most successful coaches in, in college football history and there we are on the phone, you know, in, in the middle of the night talking about my family. It's just mm-hmm. it's just something that sticks with you for a while, whether it's someone you're covering or just someone you, you run into. When, when someone, you know, shows genuine curiosity for you in, in a setting where, you know, they probably don't have to and you wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, it, it just sticks with you. And, and I think for, for a lot of people that have shared their stories, I, I think Leach is just how, how humble he was for someone who, who was that successful. Um, it, it really does stand out with you. Mm. I appreciate you sharing your memories, of course, uh, especially after what these last couple of days have been like. The job that you do has changed so completely, uh, and yet it helps to be able to talk to people who knew him, and I think it helps for people who want to know more about him to hear the story. So thank, uh, thank you so much. Stefan Krajnik covers Mississippi State Athletics for the Clarion Ledger. You can find him on Twitter at, I'm going to spell it, S-K-R-A-J-I-S-N-I-K with the number three. Thank you so much, Stefan. I do really appreciate your time and your insight. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me on. I learned a lot about Coach Leach in that conversation with Stefan, and I hope that you did too. I hope this show offers you some insight, but also some humor into the man who coached football for a living but had a law degree from Pepperdine and a life-size pirate in his office and could talk about anything from candy to mascots, to sandwiches, to family, to travel without skipping a beat. College football will never be the same. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. The reason I don't think there is because we found bones of dinosaurs and everything else, but we haven't found bones that I've heard of, of Bigfoot. Aliens, I suspect there is, and I don't know that they're they're little green men, and I don't know that they're specifically um, in our galaxy. I don't know that they would... uh, um, you know, just be hostile mutants and the rest, you know. Uh, they might look, uh, you know, remarkably like us, where the style-wise or something, they evolved a different direction, maybe buildings, cars, different, who knows, you know. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I always wondered if Mike Leach did it on purpose or if he literally just got started and couldn't stop himself. Was he calculated with his rants about aliens and Bigfoot and candy and mascots? Was he calculated in his comments about marriage? <laughs> he said just elope. Actually, it was weddings, not marriage. Just elope was his uh, his recent advice to a reporter who, for some reason, brought up the topic. Or did he do it just off the cuff? And And this was a stream of consciousness with Mike Leach. Or was it the opposite? Did he know exactly what he was doing and how? He certainly did on the football field. Air raid. That was his style. The air raid. Air it out, baby. And I'm not sure if you all saw this. It did make the rounds on social media on Tuesday. One of his catchphrases when it came to football and and probably life as well. One of his philosophies that he turned into a catchphrase, swing your sword. And that's the hashtag that's been trending around Mike Leach. In fact, the Washington State football account, and he was he was at Washington State before he left for Mississippi State, shared a photo of him and used the hashtag swing your sword. I like this this tribute that the, the Washington State football team used. We are who we are because of you, coach. We loved every minute and every memory you have imprinted into this program. Forever a coog. Swing your sword. I like that. It's a little bit along the lines of you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Or shoot your shot. Or 
Bruce Arians likes the no risk it, no biscuit approach. Swing your sword. You might as well try. You might as well give it a shot. You might as well go for it. And he was a pirate, fancied himself a pirate. That was his nickname because he had an affinity and a lifelong love of pirates. And so his came from that realm. Swing your sword, coach. Swing your sword. Coming up, we'll run full court. Probably not with a sword. That seems ill-advised. But we had overtime in Los Angeles. I still am not real sure how the Lakers managed to force overtime when they were down by double figures, but then they were up by double figures with four minutes to go in the game and somehow managed to lose. Also, a milestone for Giannis Antetokounmpo, and one that I think is significant for a lot of reasons, but also I was surprised uh, because if you consider the length of his career, it's more about his durability and his reliability than it is about the number of years he's invested with the Milwaukee Bucks. Carlos Correa to the San Francisco Giants, Alex Ovechkin to the 800 club, the highest of highs, but some lows too on this show. You want to find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio. You can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything to either Twitter or Facebook. Some of you are sending your guesses for the number of M&Ms in the jar, Marco, how many did you guess? I don't know, but can I change it? Because now I see that when you were moving it around, it looked like a bigger jar. Can I can I change my number? It looks uh, a lot smaller now. Producer Jay, Jay, am I allowed? Are you allowed? Is he allowed to amend his guess? We'll give we'll give it one. One amendment. One All right, right here, two twelve. It's a lot. You smaller. go from seven thirty four to two twelve. Yeah, it looked it looked a lot bigger. I, I don't told know. you to watch the video and you refused. I, it's not that I refused. I didn't say I refused. <laughs> I want oh, a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only it's, a hippopotamus. It's smaller than I than I thought. So, but two twelve is still a lot. That's a lot of M and M's. Have you? In, it is. Have you introduced your daughter yet? to I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? I haven't. I don't know if she's heard it. Oh, um, it's so I don't great. know. It's a little girl who sings it, right? So she needs to she needs to know all about I'll hippos. S- I'll see if she's into it. Honestly, oh, right now, so if she's cute. not, if it's not Elmo, Minnie Mouse, or Bluey, uh, it's not really her thing. Those but are her three things. You might be able to introduce her to a hippo if you uh, show her what a hippo is all about. I want a for Christmas. Only a I'll roll it out. <laughs> see if it flies. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Did you see the? Hippo Christmas ornament that I posted on Facebook. Probably not. You're not really a Facebooker, are you? I don't have Facebook. Okay, good. I wish I was you. Right now, I wish I was you. (laughs) So, anyway, I'll show it to you because it's adorbs. My mom knows I love that song, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. So, last year at Christmas time, she gave me this ornament. (laughs) And it's a hippo in a tutu. Let's see if I can roll it down so you can see she's also got... uh, dancing slippers on look at she's a she's a ballet dancing hippo so i think your daughter would be into pink and tutus no yeah 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 yeah. she's super cute so let's see all right i'll 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 roll it out there let's see if you know if she likes it or if you sing it to her i feel like that would be the just the the yeah that'll make her run out of the room that that's (laughs) so i was going around my sunday school class with my fourth and fifth graders on a couple sundays ago and asking them their favorite christmas songs and no one had heard the hippo song and so i was the only one i introduced them to the hippo song did they like it well they did but they also think i'm weird which is totally fine i don't mind that 
a hippo song. They're, that's what kids do. That's, yes. Yeah. I only like hippopotamuses, and hippopotamuses like me too. <laughs> we, I, I'm gonna give it a shot. You know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. You know what? My son might like it. My daughter uh, might like it. We'll see if the other one likes it too. So. You know, we got a little while for Wait, that. Did you say the other one? You I got another one wife? coming in May. <gasps> what? So, I did not know that. Oh, no, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, How's your wife doing? She's good. She's good. So yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Do yeah. you know if it's a boy or a girl? I do. Okay. She doesn't? Not yet. <gasps> wow. Is that your arrangement? You're allowed to know, but she doesn't want to? No. We both found out for the first two at the yes. same time for, for what she wants to do this year, and I think we're doing this for Christmas. She wants to do like not like a like a small thing with just us, like open up a box yes. to unveil for my for my kids and for her to find out. But for the, somebody to do that, somebody's got to know. So you're setting so it I'm up. I'm the one. You're arranging it. Yeah, she hasn't given me the the details of what I'm expected to do yet. Oh, but so she's telling you what to do. You just have to pick the color. I have to. Yeah, I have to. I'll be the one that I'll be. I'm the only one that knows. So wow. yeah, I'll be the one that has to take care of that for Christmas. That's fun. Except I love that she's not leaving anything to chance. She's telling you exactly how she wants it done. All you have to do is pick the color. Yeah, that's pretty much life for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not allowed to do much. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. How are you feeling? Soon you'll be a father of three. A daddy of three. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot more trick-or-treating. Yeah. You better get in some shape so you can walk the three miles for trick-or-treating. That's not my concern. we got a three-bedroom house. I'm worried about who's oh. sleeping in the shed. It's, yes. it's me, which is fine. Yes. I just, I'm concerned if, you know. On the floor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my concern. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Marco. Congratulations. That's a really cool Christmas gift. I'm sure your parents are psyched too. Yeah. I mean everybody I think everybody was shocked. I mean, <laughs> you know, the idea is still they everybody looks at it like, you're old, you know that, right? I'm like, Yeah, no, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm 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 aware. So yeah. Fantastic. We'll that out. Those kiddos will keep you young <laughs> for a long time. Plus it ensures that you will continue working since you can't afford to stop working. Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> As long as I'm allowed to come here, yes. Yes. You Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast.
Giannis attacks on Kaminga right to the hole, hangs that off the rim, and gets it to go. Giannis finally hits the three from the left wing as he holds his arms outstretched above his head. Middleton on the left wing, trying to get himself some rhythm, and that'll help as he nestles that three-pointer through from the left wing. 20-point lead for the Bucks again, 116-96, to 96, ninth three ball of the night for Milwaukee. Middleton will feed it out to Portis. Portis catch and shoot three. Yes, sir. All of a sudden, the lid has been lifted off the rims. Three-pointers starting to drop. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Bucks Radio, it was one of those nights for Milwaukee against visiting Golden State. Now, there's two things at work here. Number one, as you hear in that montage, the Bucks were able to can a number of triples when they needed them, 12 of 29 from beyond the arc, and also a sizing advantage on the free throw line. This is just made free throws, but an 11-point edge at the charity stripe, 26 made free throws versus 15 for the Golden State Warriors who stink on the road. (laughs) They do. That's their reality this year. I know they're the defending champions. You can never truly count them out. But these games matter just as much as the ones in March and April, and they are putting themselves in a bit of a hole that they'll have to climb out of. Not impossible. Last year they faced adversity as well. So we'll see what they do it once we get past Christmas and then on into the second half of the season. But right now, the Warriors are 2 of 12 on the road. And Steve Kerr is not above letting his team have it privately and publicly. It's a very choppy game. You know, not a not a great showcase for, for the league. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we didn't. We didn't play very well, and um, I thought Milwaukee played played really well defensively, um, and, and we couldn't find a rhythm. And um, yeah, we got we were getting frustrated with with some uh, no calls, and uh, it led to a very choppy night. One of those no calls in particular is one that Steve Kerr was ready to continue harping on. Actually, led to a technical foul for Steph Curry because he was protesting and protesteth too much and was teed up by the officials. I was already mad at uh, several non-calls in the paint. You know, Steph Curry gets hit on the head on a three-point shot. Like, that's... That needs to be called. You know, that's uh, that's what he does. That's uh, it's Steph Curry. Um, it, you, you can't miss that. And um, and it, so it was. I was frustrated because if if Steph gets a technical, um, then he definitely got fouled. And I was already upset with a couple of other non calls. Anytime the defender's asking you, "Are you all right?" and the refs like, "I didn't say anything," that's kind of a funny uh, situation to be in. Uh, I thought it was like clear. I got hit in the foul. I was actually surprised it went in. I was more worried about where the foul call was. <clears throat> That's just a heat of the moment thing. And uh, you let your emotions out. I wasn't the only one. He definitely did that, and he got a technical for his trouble. But also, there were other problems. The free throw disparity notwithstanding, the, the Golden State Warriors do not defend well on the road. In every single road game this year, and they've played 14 of them away from the Chase Center, they've allowed at least 114 points. Now, do they have the ability to score that many on the road? Sure, but that makes life really difficult. 
have allowed at least 114 points in every road game this season. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Draymond Green had an encounter with a fan and actually asked the officials and asked security to kick that fan out of the game. And the security detail did remove the fan after Draymond identified him. Uh, Some threatening stuff to my life. So, you know, um, I was this close to really going back and, like, diving all the way in, but kind of just went back and told the official. And when I told the official what he said, he's like, oh, he got to get out of here. And he got to get out of here. I understand that many fans believe they should be allowed to say anything. It's free speech. After all, we live in the United States, blah, blah, blah. Except free speech doesn't mean free from consequences. And there are more and more examples of athletes either complaining about a fan, one fan in particular, whose comments stand out, or who the athlete believes have crossed the line. And when an athlete requests that a fan be removed, it's generally honored even if it is a he said, he said. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. Rory McIlroy has done this with fans at various golf tournaments. I would rather that fan get removed, even if it feels unfair, than I would have Draymond Green or any other athlete lose his temper in this heat of the moment, getting heckled over and over, inappropriate comments, and then end up in the stands or end up in an altercation with that fan. I still say it's a privilege to be at these games. Yes, you paid money for them, but come on, just because you're in an arena watching a game doesn't mean you can act like a total idiot all the time. There have to be some lines there. And if the athletes feel threatened or the athletes feel unsafe, then the fans should be removed. And so the Bucks. remember, this is on the road. The Bucks did remove the fan. They are investigating the incident and consulting with the NBA. This guy was sitting just beyond the baseline. Some threatening stuff to my life is how Draymond put it. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Huge night for Giannis Antetokounmpo, the player who's logged more minutes in a Bucks uniform than any other in franchise history. So he logs just about 30 minutes last night with a dozen rebounds, 30 more points. So, you know, he'll be climbing uh, the career charts and points as well. He's now at 22,113 minutes in a Bucks uni. Playing the most minute in the Bucks jersey ever, that's, uh, that's huge. You know, I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done. Uh, you've... You feel like you've contributed to uh, to a team, you know, to the history of this team, and um, it's it's an honor to have that uh, accomplishment. So, so I, I didn't know, I didn't know until I heard it, but I tried to, you know, focus in the game. That's what I do. But uh, it's a it's a great accomplishment, and uh, I'm um, I'm proud of everything uh, and all the people that have been around me and uh, all the hard work that I've put in, and I'm. Happy that God blessed me with the opportunity to wake up every single day to do what I love and uh, be good at it. If it's not dad jokes, I always appreciate when Giannis is reflecting about his accomplishments, but also about the Bucks and about 
these milestones. His story is so atypical, and he is such an atypical athlete slash basketball player. And this is the part that's crazy. He's already the franchise leader in minutes played, and yet he's not even 30 years old. Holy cow. Could he have double the number of minutes before he retires? Maybe he slows down a little bit. He's been relatively durable. We know that he is also reliable. The Bucks' best player, the one of the NBA's best players, multiple and I'm times. And champion. MVP, a champion. He continues to strive to get better. But he broke into the league at 19 years old in the 13-14 season. I mean, that's... The year that we started CBS Sports Radio, <laughs> he's he's been in the league a decade this season. That's it? And he's already the franchise leader in minutes. Now, it speaks to the nonstop kind of revolving door of Bucks players, but they found some stability, and their cornerstone is Giannis. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 